2: from the humble cockroach to the mighty whale. The animal kingdom on One More Thing.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: One More Thing.
0: Before we get to that, how did Albert Camus come up on the show yesterday? Do you remember? It was a quote. It was a quote, quote. about beauty. Right. It was your your freedom-loving quote of the day. It was from Camus, a writer,
2: philosopher. Got it, got it in front of me. If okay, you want. go ahead. Beauty is unbearable, drives us to despair, offering us for a minute the glimpse of an eternity that we should like to stretch out over the whole of time.
0: I got on a Camus kick last year. Lighten up, Camus. What did I read? I'm looking it up. I read The Stranger and The Fall. I've not read The Myth of Sisyphus, although many of his quotes come from that. Sisyphus... that's if you have sex with a skank and you get... No, that's not what that is. <laughs> wow. <That's, laughs> I'm
2: sorry. Uh, I, I read The Stranger. It kind of freaked me out yeah, as a young man. It's freaky.
0: Sisyphus yeah. is the... um, He is the god that somehow angered the other gods. Anyway, he ended up in a situation where he's got to push a rock up a hill for the rest of his life. You push the rock, you get to the top of the hill, the rock rolls all the way back down, and somehow you're compelled to con- continue to push
2: the rock up the hill. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really good for your core, though. But Cam- on you know, your, th- your your glutes,
0: <laughs> it will be good for your core. <laughs> um, but Camus uh, writes about Sisyphus partially because he believes that life is just—that's kind of what life is really—and you need to come up with a way to embrace it or whatever, and still be, you know, not miserable. Because he he d- he's not a religious guy or anything; like, that. he doesn't believe there's any point to life whatsoever. Um, So that should free you up to just try to find enjoyment in in everyday living. That's his philosophy. Uh, The reason I bring this up is my dad carries a Camus quote in his pocket. And I mentioned that on the air yesterday. And so my mom emailed me what it is because I couldn't remember what it is. But what is happiness except the simple harmony between man and the life he lives? Which is the whole Camus philosophy is just talking about basically Mm. just this is your life. Find some harmony in just what you're doing, because this is what you're doing. You got this job. You got these kids. You got this. You got every. This is what this is your situation. You got this mm-hmm. health. Find some harmony there. What yeah, do you think of that wow. as a philosophy?
2: Simple and powerful. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Who has two thumbs and is at harmony with his life? <laughs> this guy. That's my philosophy.
0: I'm do pushing that rock up the hill time after time would be a bitch. Uh. Be hard for me to find happiness in that, but and you know sometimes life does feel a lot like that at various stages. Doesn't feel much more like immediately gratifying than
2: that. Well, yeah. Although, unlike uh, Sisyphus of old, (laughs) or Syphilis, as you charmingly. Pronounced it more or less. Um, uh, you, You're pushing the rock up the hill till Friday. <laughs> it's Friday afternoon around 4 or 5. I think that's what gets keeps most people going. I don't know. Or until the kids are in bed or something.
0: Yeah, huh? Well, my, my kids, even at this age, but certainly when they're younger, I didn't feel any uh, like,
2: it's Friday. I get
1: to go
0: home, and now <laughs> I didn't have that feeling. You work all week, and then you just start your different job on the weekend. Which is fine, you know, it's got its own pleasures, that's the whole point of it. But,
2: um, yeah, I don't know. Yes, my statement was not meant to cover all human beings living every conceivable lifestyle. Yes, there are variations.
0: Sisyphusian moments in your life. Or periods. Sure. Yeah. But I guess part of the uh, philosophy or lesson would be, unlike syphilis, syphilis, the S-man... (laughs)
2: S-Dog. <laughs>
0: Unlike <High> S-Dog.
2: <laughs> you're probably not going to. I, I gonna... can't high five you. I'm pushing this rock up the hill <laughs> for all eternity. <laughs> Unlike S-Dog, you're not going to be pushing a rock up the hill.
0: So whatever situation you're in, is is only temporary. Anyway.
2: Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. And then to take it really way, way too heavy and dark, uh, there's also the point of view that you have to remind yourself to find that harmony and beauty today because you don't know whether there's a tomorrow Ooh! wow boom la la, la 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 live for today and other hackneyed hits of the 60s boom goes the dynamite joe getty boom goes the whale let's detonate a whale everybody come on michael 1970
0: well i'm confident that it'll work the only thing is we're not sure just exactly how much uh, explosives it'll take to disintegrate this Thing, so the scavengers, seagulls, and crabs, and whatnot can clean
2: it up. Our cameras stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. A parked car over a quarter of a mile from the blast site was the target of one large chunk. The passenger compartment literally smashed. Everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale.
0: Yeah, do you know that story, Katie? It's a famous one from back in the day, captured by that news anchor, as you heard.
2: Really, any particle of dead whale is too big a particle <laughs> for me. But
0: yes, had you heard this before? I hadn't heard the story. No, yeah. uh, maybe it's just uh, our age. It was like it was like it was a viral video before viral videos were a thing. Back when they were, you know, you could only uh, they could only make it onto. Um, some sort of tv show at night or whatever they had a dead whale on the beach and they thought to get rid of it i mean what are you gonna do with this giant dead whale i don't we'll blow it up and it'll just kind of disintegrate into pieces And as you heard there the seagulls will eat it well giant chunks of whale flew a lot further than they thought they would bigger chunks and it as i as the anchor said there who we know and uh, have met and talked to uh people went from being humorous to people running for their lives
2: Right, and the uh, the expert there presciently saying, "The only question is how much explosive is enough to." But we think we've got it dialed in. (laughs) Yeah. So was this the first time they had ever done this to dispose of a a dead whale, like blowing it up?
0: Well, at least these people, yeah, it was the first time they'd ever. I'm just,
2: I'm thinking if this was the first time, this had to be some guy's best day. Oh yeah, right, sure, dude. Bunch of
0: TNT, we're going to blow this thing. Yeah, you're dynamite guy and somebody calls you up and says, do you think you could blow up
2: a dead whale? Oh, my God. Oh,
1: yeah. Is this a prank call? Could I? (laughs) (laughs) Watch this. (laughs) Where's the whale? Where's the whale?
2: Florence, Oregon, November 1970. (laughs) 53 years ago this month. So giant chunks of whale so big that it crushed part of a
0: car came down You're very far You're a quarter of a mile away minding yeah.
2: your own business.
0: Well, <laughs> that would not happen in the U.S. of A. now uh, for, uh, for all kinds of obvious
2: reasons. It's become a real cultural touchstone. Dave Barry wrote an award-winning column about it in 1990. It was also parodied in the 2007 American film Reno 911 oh. Miami.
0: I don't think I've ever seen that. I love Reno nine one one. Fantastic.
2: And in the twenty eighteen Australian film *Swinging Safari*, <laughs> Which, what? <laughs> right. I
0: feel like I feel like I somebody I knew had a T-shirt with the exploding whale on it. But anyway, yeah, cultural touchstone. Thank That'd you be for a great the T-shirt. Yeah. Thank you for the walk down memory lane. I will bet that smelled horrible.
2: a yeah, good album cover. Yeah. Well, that's why they blowed it up because it smelled so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The people in the, the the surrounding town were so horrified by the stench of the decaying whale, they demanded something be done. No, but well, they put it in the backyard. Something backyards. was done, all right. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: that we know exactly what it was, let's uh, let's listen to it one more time because I think we'll enjoy it. Well, I'm confident that it'll work. The only thing is, we're not sure just exactly how much uh, explosives it'll take to disintegrate this uh-huh. thing, so the scavengers, seagulls,
2: and crabs and whatnot can clean it up. <laughs> Stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. A parked car over a quarter of a mile from the blast site was the target of one large chunk. The passenger compartment literally smashed. Everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale. Whale, I like the ladies pronunci- whale. He pronounces whale. The H. <laughs> <Cool> quip. Quip. <laughs> exactly. Wow. A humor gave way to a run for survival. Small particles of dead whale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll do the cockroach story another time. I mean, how do you follow an exploding whale? You You don't.
0: It's a showstopper.
2: Drop the curtain. Well, I guess that's it. information.